Hello, my name is Luna, and you're listening to Infinite Souls, a podcast for that real talk about consciousness, spirituality, and realizing our infinite potential. Mucho, mucho love and light. Hello, hello, infinite souls. It is another Quantum Inquisitor's takeover. Yes. (laughs) Say hello, you guys. (laughs) Happy Friday. Happy Friday. How are you guys feeling this Friday? Uh, Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Uh, Obviously, it's eight o'clock in the evening for me, so it's winding down the sad it's been we had an awesome thunderstorm two days ago um me and thunderstorms is like me in the sea it's like spilling cocaine for me so i've been wide awake and, and buzzy for the last two days because we've had a, a well allegedly i don't know what cocaine is like but but for me it's like allegedly like spiritual cocaine where i'm now buzzing for the last two days but anyway over to somebody else <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm doing great too. Um, I feel like this week's been intense with the energies, but uh, I feel like today's a bit bit more stable, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah, I feel you on the intense energies. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, I like to ask people like how they're doing. How are you? You know, because uh, I feel like people don't get asked that a lot, and when they do, they're very superficial about it. You know what I mean? It's just like, I'm okay, or I'm good, you know, I'm fine. And, or, or one thing that they say is, uh, I can't complain. And I'm like, well, you can, but you are not, you won't, you know, you, you choose not to because life is awesome. (laughs) So, so I like to ask people that, um, even though it's just like a simple question, but, um, I hope that everyone listening is doing amazing and that these energies are, um, not, but fucking you <laughs> because <laughs> i saw it sorry for the language but i i saw this video on tiktok this girl was like oh yeah did you know that mars is but fucking pluto or some shit and that's why all this energy is going crazy and blah blah, blah. and she was like just ranting you know so um for I some people like, it is yeah like hey, for some people it's very chaotic um and for for me it's not hasn't been that chaotic but i have felt the energy like in my body like a lot of shifts and they have been very powerful for the positive um and even though uh there has been like endings of like 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 able for example that i was before i was an influencer with them and then that job you know closed for me so now i'm doing other things but even though that was an ending, I always, I saw it as like something positive, like, oh, now I'm going to do something else. Like I didn't really feel bad or dragged down by it. You know, some people, some, some other influencers, they were upset and some people, you know, even cried and, and with good reason, you know, because, um, because we as artists, we're like, we're every, every um, energetic exchange, you know, if we don't receive, money enough to eat then we can't 
you know, fulfill that cup or fill that cup within us. So um, it can create some imbalances for sure. And, and very, very intense emotions. So a lot of things are have come to endings, but endings are really beginnings, right? So, so yeah, I hope you guys are doing it. <laughs> There's a song that said that actually, it says that every, uh, every new beginning is another beginning's end. So, so the song closing time. <clears throat> oh, what, is that by who yeah. sings that one? Closing time. Closing time. <laughs> na, 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 na. That one? <laughs> that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know which one. Well, time is not really real, right? So we're, we're talking today about consciousness, you guys. That's what our topic is today. We're going to get into it. We're going to get into a bunch of other shit, probably, because consciousness is uh, limitless in my, um, my perspective. So consciousness, that's a big word, right? <laughs> what is it? What is it? I would like to ask each, and one, each, each one of you guys, what is consciousness to you? Tell me, John, John. Or, to go first. Well, it's hard to, it's, I mean, there's, <laughs> there's so much to it. Um, well, consciousness is ever expanding. You know, I feel like it's constantly trying to grow and expand and, and on a soul level, that's, that's obviously what we're doing too. Um, but even like on a mortal level, like just our, you know, very limited fractal consciousness. Um, I feel like we're always still trying to grow and expand and, and tap in. Like there's just innate knowing that there's something more to our being than just like the repetitive nine to five like you know sports snooze whatever it's just something that drives certain people like they're just searching for more because we were constantly trying to grow and expand and, and i don't know it's just we just know innately i think <laughs> that that um i don't know like a tree like think about it, like every, everything in nature it wants to like a tree doesn't just grow to five feet and stop like a tree wants to continue to be the, the greatest tree it can be it wants to continue to expand continue to grow to the best and the most highest potential you know um so yeah i mean that's that's i don't know how else to really explain it it's just who we who we are outside of these bodies like we're not we're not the body we're not the mind we're not any of these stories the personality like we're just pure awareness pure consciousness um and we only we're only aware of a tiny 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 fraction of it like <laughs> yeah you can't fit all of it in one body you know let alone 7.8 billion <laughs> Mm -hmm. so. I know that's that's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Sifu? Right. So, <laughs> according to the the ancient ones, so the the ancient ones were a a col collimation of Sanskrit, the Taoists, uh, uh, came from India, from Buddhism. Um, they all talk about these ancient ones, especially, you know, uh, even pre-Atlantis, whoever they were, they were pre-Atlantis, they were pre-everything. And the ancient ones talked about certain stuff, and even, um, even, even, even the alphabet agencies apparently studied this information, and they came up with a very similar thing, that, that consciousness is, that, 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 uh, the unit source god whatever you want to call it is collective consciousness that there are multiples unlimited amounts of consciousness and each one of us is one part of that unlimited amount of consciousness that sort of rides this body 
which is full of unlimited amounts of consciousnesses, that the whole universe is individual consciousness inundated on itself. So it's consciousness upon consciousness upon consciousness. Each one of those has is unlimited in lifespan. They li have lived since the dawn of time um, and will live far beyond this universe and or the next. And they went, but the, the ancient knowledge talked about our individual one, the you that's in you right now, to this, that you, you have been here all the time and you'll, you'll, you'll keep re-jumping into new bodies or new, new uh, you know, be a rock, be a piece of water, be a, be a flower, be a tree, be, be a person, be billions and billions of people. But your consciousness, you, you as consciousness are shapeless and formless and you are bigger than the size of the universe itself. And when it comes to the body, that um, the body is so tiny and the consciousness is so vast, it is like trying to put a microscopic glove on your little finger. That, that's how big your body is compared to your consciousness. So you, that there's only one small fraction of you, that consciousness, that's in this body. But to experience this reality, we've actually sort of forgotten who we really are. That's sort of like the ancient knowledge, what the ancient knowledge uh, talked about, what the Taoists talk about, and then through meditation and remote viewing, that sort of, that's my perception of it all. But as any good Taoist say, what do I know? <laughs> that's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. That's that's just that's just absolutely beautiful. I just I can't even, I can't add anything else because you pretty much explained it <laughs> pretty good. You both both of you guys together, you know. I mean, it is it's like consciousness is pure loving awareness. It's like um, it's not a physical thing, you know. It's not your mind, body, your, you know. It's like. It's like the energy, the this energy, this buzz that this power that exists in everything, right? And that allows everything to thrive and pump and pulse. So like your <clears throat> this intelligence, this presence, which is your consciousness that's in us and everything and it all is in existence. It like that's the thing that is pumping your lungs and you're not even because you're not consciously pumping your own lungs you know what I mean you're not consciously digesting your breakfast or your dinner <laughs> you know it's just happening for you for you you know and it's fully supporting you and it's it's breathing you into life and that's what consciousness is because it's so big you know it's so we can our mind can't even wrap our head around it with this brain with this mammalian brain um so that's why it's so hard to really explain and science quantum physics and and um neuro neuroscience and all that they're they're really discovering a lot about consciousness and how you know um this energy that is consciousness is able to heal the body reverse things that were irreversible quote unquote and so it's just a powerful thing um and we all have it you know when you 
when I tell you, uh, repeat the sentence in your head and you can hear the sentence in your head, who's the one talking in there? Who's the one repeating it? You know, who's that's the conscious self. And so we all have that. Um, and it's it, a lot of people, when they hear about it, they, they think like, oh, woo woo, they don't want to, you know, they think it's like out there. But it's becoming more common because science is proving it. Science has finally caught up with what spirituality had already known for billions and billions of years. <laughs> so it's a beautiful thing. Now, um, I had written down some numbers because we were saying that our mind, who was it that said, was it John, that our mind only perceives like a small amount of what is going on? And so the the amount of like bits of information that our that our brain receives is four hundred billion, okay, mm -hmm. and the amount that we are aware of in our awareness is only two thousand. <laughs> That's a huge difference. <laughs> huge, if you ask me. So there's so much that we just don't know and we are just beginning to understand. So I would be lying if I said I was an expert or that I knew everything that there is to know about consciousness. Now, collective consciousness, that's like, that is what you call that, like the field, is that what it, what it is? Oh. Or it exists in the field. So, right, well, uh, well the, you've got the quantum field. So in 1973, um, the uh, quantum physicists wanted to figure out whether, whether atoms, whether we are separate or actually connected. And, and, and they sort of meant that, you know, both physically and, and like spiritually as well. And the, the, there was the whole brain, to, well, the, there was a whole big shock back in the 70s that it, the atom, 99.999% of the atom is nothing but empty space, which led lots of people, lots of famous scientists still today, Elon Musk believes in what's called the um, simulation theory, that because 99.999% of this atom is empty space, they believe that we are a hologram, that the universe is holographic in nature, um, and hologram is, is literally like, you know, something made out of light and it can be, or, you know, watch Star Trek and you see holograms in there and it's made out of light. It appears to be solid, but it's made out of light. Um, and they led them to believe that, um, well, you know, if we're holographic, we could be a simulation. Now, the, 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 the twist in the tell was that the information from, they, they wanted to find out if it's connected or separate. And what they found in that 99.99%, they found what they called the quantum field. And the quantum field is, in essence, like subspace or energy that connects every atom to every other atom. And when they found that, it basically overnight proved DSP, proved, um, uh, proved telepathy, proved uh, um, empathic, you know, reading other people's emotions, it proved psychic abilities it even proved the fact of reincarnation it even uh, proved like things like uh, remote viewing um were all proved because if this quantum field connects everything to everything else then nothing is separate you know everything is feeling everything else so so everything you know everything is connected 
now what also freaked them out is when they started doing experiments on atoms, the atoms were moving out of the way. And they said, it's like, it's like they're conscious. And they actually eventually said that atoms are consciously aware. So this is, in essence, what I sort of saying about that connection is that everything's actually connected to everything else. And this quantum field seems to be, you know, like a, you know, like, like an ocean, like we're all in the ocean, we're all droplets of water in the ocean. And, 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 the, and the ocean itself is the quantum field that connects us all. So everything is connected, but we react to everything as well. And that goes into something else. CIA found out, but we'll get to that, maybe. <laughs> yeah, let's get into that. So what do you, what, what about ascension? So I know that I want to get into ascension because consciousness, um, it, the expansion of our consciousness as a whole is what is creating the ascension, right? Like that's what's raising our vibration and opening up those light codes and, and our energy bodies and we're crystalline structures and all that. Like I've, I've read a few things. I don't know a lot about quote unquote, what, people have said about the ascension everything that i that i resonated with i and i just in my mind like sometimes i know things or, that i connect with but what can you guys say <laughs> so well the information that linda good mcgillis has shared has been really eye-opening and very different than like most people have ever really explained it and the way she kind of explains it i can never i can't do it justice the way she says it but this is kind of more where I've really aligned myself um, just because of many reasons, but where, so supposedly we had the big solar flash in 2012 and we had, technically we had, we ascended in 2012, but every time there's been a pole shift like this, we've annihilated ourselves like our, every single time, you know, we, life on the planet has to restart or whatever, like humans have, can't continue to exist. But this time, since we're ascending with her, we're shifting with her, with Gaia, the planet, um, you know, in a way, we've been walking through the Hall of Records since 2012 and dealing with all basically like, almost like a living past life or a living. Well, how does the Dol Dolores can mention like the uh, past, like past life? Like we go back and you read your past life and you, you see it through everyone's eyes and you, you kind of replay your karma, or whatnot. Um, but so we're sort of like doing oh living life review. So we're doing like living life review, um, kind of almost like slowing down time and elongating it so that we can slowly take in all the energies of the pole shift. Instead of all happening at once, you know, giving our bodies a chance to increase in frequency, increase in taking in more and more light, shift ourselves so that we can, otherwise our bodies wouldn't be able to handle it all at once. And that's why, you know, with the pole shift slowly starting to become more physical, I think at the next year or whatnot on a etheric level or energetic level, um, it's the people who've been really doing the work, really emptying out their vessels of the emotional trauma and the emotional baggage that we're really all that density that we're holding on to you know we're able to handle in the increasing of light because it's only it's only going to continue to accelerate it's not really going to slow down ever like, it's, it's not it's not going to happen <laughs> obviously um and and with that you know naturally we'll get all their you know those um activations of our dna like, we don't have to really do anything other than just continue to raise our frequency and you know the reverse aging um telepathy whatever like there's whatever i don't know hopefully um being able to fly or levitate one day that's, that's that'll be one of the most exciting things i think um but i don't know and then obviously we're going from like a three to five percent human intelligence brain capacity to like a 15 to 20 percent you know 
which is this is going to be far more than we're even used to like the you know three to five to 15 to 20 it's like you know whatever we've all the information that we've taken in from this point on is not going to agree with the 15 to 20 percent you know of information that's coming in um from the quantum field or whatever i'm not sure with solar radiation however that information is entering in our bodies so it's like a lot of people are gonna have a lot more like cognitive issues cognitive like obviously you're already seeing more people go psychotic depression suicidal ideations like it's it's a lot to handle yeah so it's yeah but there's so much more to talk about with ascension even going forever <laughs> but yeah i have a question so the so i'm curious so you said that that they mentioned a life review right after so so the, our consciousness never dies, right? We are all, our consciousness is always existing. It's infinite, it's always existed. It, it was the thing that replicated itself at the beginning of time, right? And so if you're, ha and you're having a life review, this is your consciousness that's having a life review of, of your life here on this earth or what, because if you believe in past lives, are you reviewing other lives too? And then if time isn't linear, if time doesn't exist, then what are you, what is it that you're reviewing? Like how? From my understanding, it's it's because we're ending like one complete era of of like time, like to a whole new like sun grid. So like everything of this entire past world, that information no longer even matters. Um, we we can decide to leave it or carry it into the new age or whatever the, the next i don't know the fifth, fifth fifth the fifth dimensional new world or whatnot um so i feel like so we're we're healing basically all the things that we've done for like prior to since we've descended since like atlantis lemuria and whatnot i think you know all those lives we we hold all this karmic um density that we need to shed it and it, it just kept carrying it on because we kept we kept having more and more incarnations, more and more children, we continue to reincarnate into new new bodies and all that on a DNA level has been has been basically multiplied or whatever, continued to follow us. And that's why it's so important that we 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 shed all that density. Cause basically, you know, from my understanding is at some point we won't be having to continue to reincarnate. You know, it'll be more like a eternal life in a way. I don't, I'm not, and I don't really know the the uh, information on that but <laughs> but, I, but i do know it's it's we're going to a, eventually to a period of like no more incarnation um except unless for you know those who don't want to obviously who want to continue living you know other dimensions of <laughs> of existence and realities yeah but, what 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 you got seafood <laughs> well, I, I i think it's in yeah i i mean the, 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 the certain things to sort of get your head around is like, if, if, if we, you know, I very much believe like the, the Darius point of view, the Buddhist point of view, and certain things that have been said by the FBI, CIA, is that if we are collective consciousness, um, or if we are source created itself, we are the omnipresence, if we are creator, then ascension ascending going up we're not going up we're actually going back we're going back to being what we really are which is the source creator um now it, again if you go by the, the ancient saying that we we that all every single consciousness is both individual and connected and collected but every single consciousness is bigger than the universe itself 
then ascension is expansion, is expanding your, um, your what you can see, what you can perceive. And, and there's a lot of um, psychology, well, there's a lot of philosophy about when you expand your awareness, expand your perception, expand what you perceive, you can expand what you're aware of, you see more, you understand more. Um, then you learn more and like this whole thing of we sort of mentioned it before the show about like learning all the things I've learned my CIF has taught me the more you learn the more you grow the more you grow the more you flow but always remember hey what do I know and you hear me say that a lot that's joke but it's that you know don't let ego make don't let ego limit you by thinking oh I know everything I know because there's you know I'm one little tiny speck on, on a universe that is infinite so there is so much to learn there's so much to grow and expand but there is no limit to how much you can expand to, to grow so I feel on and and you know I've studied things like Ra the law of one which is channeled information and and that's quite heavy because the guy who I was asking the questions was literally a physicist and this physicist was asking this entity questions, and this entity was answering these questions in very scientific ways. So, but the real crazy thing about the law one is that since 1983, when it came out, I think it's around about the 80s, um, uh, a lot of science that it was talking about has actually been proven to be right. So, it's this idea that in the law one, that everything is conscious, everything is collective. And we're, our idea is to expand and grow more and more and more, but there is no limit to what you can know. There's no limit to what you can expand to, but there's a lot of talk of, of our perceptions rule our reality. So if you, you know, it's on, if you if you wake up and you think, oh, it's going to be a really shit day, you're more than likely going to be right. But, you know, if you focus on the negative and there's the whole thing of law of attraction, the whole thing of epigenetics. We actually know if you focus on the negative, you're more likely to make it happen. To the fact that in epigenetics, if you focus on fear and, and scare, you know, scarcity and loss and anger and frustration, it will literally break down your cells. It will literally actually deteriorate your body. But flip it, focus on positivity and love, and the totally opposite will happen. There's even these cool videos. Um, there, there's a, a medicineless hospital in China where they were literally, uh, Greg Braden did a video on it, and they were literally, um, they, they had tumors. This person had a tumor, and they literally dissolved that tumor in five minutes. Um, and and, and there's people around, and they helped do it. And it's like, if we can do that, what else can we do? You know, like, you know, it's like the things and like all the marvelous things we created, the planes and, 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 and you know, bananas, well, we didn't create them, um, but, you know, atomic bombs, toothbrushes, everything we created, but what else, what more can we do? What more? So the expansion, I think there's no limit to expansion, but I think what happens is we limit ourselves through like, say, time. Science, quantum physics says time doesn't exist. That, that the human mind perceives things in a certain way, but actually it doesn't exist. And, and, and even to the fact where you think when you fall in love, you know, or when you're really happy and time slows down or it speeds up. So does time really exist? 
Well, what is active time? You know, and and you know, you can you can both. Well, you know, you you know, a week can feel like a year. Can also feel like a second ago. So so what? You know, if that's what is, if time doesn't really exist, what else doesn't really exist? What else are we perceiving in a certain way and making things, you know, happen in a particular in a particular way? So when you start dropping things, or you know, when you start perceiving things a different way, or you start opening up your ability to see stuff, the world changes. Your perception of the world changes, and and that's the biggest like thing in a lot of this knowledge they were talking about don't say even to good and evil what is it if if this if if this is a, a computer game if this is a simulation so therefore we're playing the game then it does get good and evil really exist because because if we're just play, if we're a being experiencing itself and you do you kill another being, well, if that being's immortal, if we're all immortal when we live and die over and over again, so actually you can't actually kill me. All you can do is kill my avatar right now, but then I come back in another avatar. So actually, what is good and evil? What is reality? What is you know what what is it all when you start? You know, that's that interesting thing, or certain people with on DMT and whatnot, they, they start saying that reality melts, that things change and, and, and alter. And I've had meditations, I'm not, not one for really drugs, but I, I know that our brain actually creates DMT, it creates the um, adrenaline, is actually eight times more powerful than cocaine. So we naturally create drugs that can literally change our perception and our reality. And, and you know, that is expansion to me that is all you can ascend every single day twice every day and you know you know at least twice every day what is ascension ascension is just expansion expanding your awareness it's a little bit like that word enlightenment back in the 50s 60s and 70s instead of ascension they used the word enlightenment and they saw it as a one-off thing and there's an old joke where where a sifu um, he meditated every day. He did the garden. He he did his qigong, and he meditated. And one day, he woke up and he he became enlightened. The next day, he did his meditation. He worked in the garden. He did his qigong. Enlightenment is just one step. And I think for me, ascension is just one step of a billion steps. So you keep growing. You keep expanding. It will happen. Things will turn upside down. You know, more things will. You can more things to experience. You're just here to grow, baby. Just keep growing and flowing. Growing and flowing. Grow with flow. <laughs> so there are different levels of consciousness. We all know this. And since, we, I mean, I think that everything is conscious because everything is energy. You know, everything if particles are just pure energy you know it's not really empty in there it's to us it appears like a void or emptiness but it's filled with something that we can't see or observe um and when you change your perception that's when your level of consciousness changes right because then you're then you then then you're like then you're living this life that you have been living 
but you're on a, in a different reality, <laughs> in a different dimension, in the 5D, right? Or whatever, whatever dimension you go to. So if the ascension, the ascension is going to the 5D or or is it just a continue? We're continually ascending, infinitely ascending. Um, and or like I don't know. <laughs> what do you what do you think? Sean? Uh, I was just gonna say, um, well, yeah, I think we're continuously ascending, you know, well, there's a lot more that I feel like this is a very drawn out process. It takes however many years, I don't know, <laughs> no one really knows. Um, but, you know, as, as we physically shift to a higher frequency on, on a land level and, and then within our bodies, you know, then we also gain more access within ourselves to say whatever, eighth, ninth, 10th, 12th dimension, whatever it is, you know, I feel like it, it becomes easier to gain more access within us to higher dimensions past that. So there's, and then I'm sure once whatever existence you're living, when you're in those dimensions, if it's more what we call physical, um, then you have access to something greater. Like I feel like since, consciousness is always expanding you're always able to tap into something greater than what you're more you know dominantly in you know what i'm trying to say yeah so yeah it keeps going yeah <laughs> i mean we're only yeah. aware of just ourselves i mean we're learning how to become one world soul how to become one one unit you know because it's like we people want to meet aliens and whatnot and can continue to expand to other interdimensional higher dimensional beings and it's like yeah but we haven't even like mastered us being one collective consciousness together yet you know it's like we can't give like a you know a gun to a child who can't use it like we're still children where we're at right now in, yeah. in terms of yeah consciousness <laughs> yes we haven't expanded our consciousness as far as a lot of people like to think <laughs> um and I think that we see how society has changed and, and technology has helped, I think, um, because it, it, it did good and bad, if you want to call good and bad, you know, quote unquote, but um, because I don't think we were, as a society, we were completely ready for all the technology that we got so fast. And so a lot of people got like introverted, depressed and things like that, like the youth, the young people. Um, but that that darkness or that shift that total like changed everything changed perception which changed consciousness and so we were able to communicate and share our consciousness in a physical form where we can see like hey you know even space time and space isn't real like we're having a conversation right now i'm looking at you and we're conversating and, and i can feel your energy like we're in the same room even though we're on a zoom call you know so that it has helped um in those ways um the the way that when Siva was describing you said that in the beginning when you said about consciousness that we are remembering like that we're going backwards so is it is it because it's like a spiral and like we're going repeat like because this is the way that I saw. So when I think I, I made a little picture here <laughs> and it has like a circle, a circle, and then two lines like connecting the two circles. And it's like kind of, that's like what like an infinity sign kind of looks like. And because when I see us as an energy source or an energy being and our beginning, I see it like the big bang, right? Like the big bang, like a spark of light. Like, you know, you light a match or something. And that spark and then it just 
expanded and it kept expanding and, and multiplying itself and recreating itself, but the whole is in each part. And so if we're going, we're going back, but we're going forward at the same time, <laughs> like in a spiral, what? right? I would say. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is a spiral. I mean, so, 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 like Ra talks about this, Ra and the Lord One. Uh, the the Darius talk about it. The, the ancients. So when I say going back, so that before everything, you had the source, God, banana, whatever you want to call it, the Tao, and it wanted the experience. Re, it wanted to experience to be separate because it was collective. It was a conscious, a collective consciousness. And a lot of religions, they talk about this collective consciousness. They actually talk in the, you go to like their, you know, right to the bones, they talk about God being light or God being um, multiples of, 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 you know, it's everything, it's conscious. And they wanted to experience to be separate. So it created the universe to be separate. So if it created the universe from itself, so God, you know, and like in, in Hebrew, one of my teachers, Ezekiel, um, he actually said he would go nuts when people said like, God created man in his own image. So that, that's never, it does not say that in Hebrew. It said everything is in the image of God. Well, Let's uh, let's ask that question. How could everything be in the image of God unless everything is God? So that every you know every atom, every cell, everything is God. So when I say about going back, is that it separated itself to become be, be, to be to to feel the reality of being on its own, to, not being connected. So like you're here on Earth as a one single consciousness in a body that you're totally not connected with everything. So you were all, you were God, you were that. And so you're going back because you just actually, you're going back to what you already know, but you've forgotten, so you, you've forgotten that you know it. So it's, uh, yeah, so oxymoron there. But, you know, the whole idea is that it's spiraling like back round, but it's that fear of this is, you know, in, and there was this interesting thing that was on that or, they say that this is why you have, um, um, this is why you have addiction, you know, like, like where people get addicted to stuff, to, to whether it's sex, drugs, rock and roll, whether it's um, a certain religion, whatever it is, the addiction is because they're desperately trying to fill that gap in within inside themselves. You know, that's why people feel alone or angry or desperate because you feel empty. And the reason you feel empty is you used to be everything. You used to be that connecting the source. And that's that 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 thing you're trying to fill, that void you're trying to fill, is is that connection with everything. The irony is it's still there in quant the quantum field, says that everything's connected to everything else. It's just we're blocking that information. And when they did medical case studies, they actually found our pineal gland is actually an eye. It's literally an eye. They actually found there's an actual optical nerve that goes to the pineal gland straight into our brain. And that sees infrared and ultraviolet. But, and, and they found that on, on um, the MRI scans. But we, well, if we can see infrared and ultraviolet, why haven't we seen it? We've shut that down somehow. 
they actually know that there's a the, the bioelectric field just like birds and bees can sense sense the, the the magnetic pole humans can do it too it's actually drawn in from our feet and it affects our heart but again why that therefore why why don't we normally feel it something's blocking it something's stopping that information so that going back is getting you know getting past you actually go into the hero's journey and it's the whole thing of the dark night soul and you get through you know firstly you, you you're resisting the call you're resisting that information that you know how could i be the universe how can i be connected how how is that possible um but eventually you know you get through that information you learn you grow i just wanted to say one more thing and then i'll i'll shush um is that um yeah, well to two very small things ish um is that th there's a thing in in uh, both the cia fbi they actually talk about instead of extra terrestrials they actually believe they're extra dimensionals they're actually from other dimensions and hence why and even to the fact where like unicorns fairies um uh, bigfoot I once joked with a, 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 a alphabet agency saying, why are you guys going to admit they exist? And they said, Boggy, you know as well as I that uh, there are different dimensions in this reality and these beings slip in and out of those realities all the time. And that's what NASA reported just two years ago that they have discovered 14 different dimensions that contain life. And then that's it. They, they very quietly slipped that uh, information in. And what they mean is they found 14 universes, different realities that exist, and life can pass through them. And there's certain places, certain portals on the Earth that things can pass through. Now, which leads to the other tiny little thing I was going to say, when I'm, when I'm at my best, when I was doing 18 hours a day Qigong, and 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 like Bruce Lee on cocaine on and on acid while on a, while on a skateboard. Um, <laughs> these very cool things. And one of the very cool things I could do, I would meditate, sit there meditate. And the girlfriend at the time, um, we had a little falling out, and I was uh, on a beach, on a bench in a in a in a in a, in a big campsite, and I started meditating. And there's a certain thing I know to do, like make myself feel lighter. And, and I feel very, my energy feels very light. And she kept walking past. She kept walking past. And then eventually, um, after about half an hour or so, her walking past, she stopped right in front of the bench I was on with one of my mates. She said, where's Boggy? I said, well, he's got to be here. There's nowhere we've looked anywhere else. He's, he's got to be here somewhere. And I suddenly went, I opened up an eye and said, guys, I'm here. And they, they almost shit themselves. They almost put their pants because they said, where did you appear from? You weren't there. And, he said, and I later found out is that it's a Taoist trick that you raise your vibration so much that you can change your frequency that you no longer appear at a certain vibration. That And, and, and you actually heard that, that, that story is very similar to a story the American Indians told of originally they couldn't see the ships in the ocean um, well, when they were first coming, uh, um, when, when well, it was even before Columbus, but when the ships were first coming in 
um, that the, the Native Americans can say the shamans saw them, but the natives couldn't. And the shamans had to keep bringing them every single day for, a couple, for I think it was a couple of weeks until eventually they could start to see the ships on the horizon. That they actually had to change their vibration to be able to see um, the, those ships. And going back to that whole thing of like, the, the you know like that our pineal gland can actually see infrared and ultraviolet. I think we have to change our reality, our perception of things to get things. It's a little bit like getting a joke, you know. Is that you know at first you might not get that joke, but then when you told a bit of story or you told her, oh that's what you meant. Oh I get it now. Still not funny, but I get it. Um, and it's that whole thing of when our reality changes. What we see changes, our perception changes. So there you go. That's a boggy story. That makes sense though, too, because from my understanding, there's all twelve or all all the physical dimensions, whether it be like a light body or whatever, anything like angels or whatever, like the higher frequencies would be. You know, they all exist in the same space, and like we only see a like less than one percent of the electromagnetic spectrum, and it's like so. It's, it's very like plausible now that knowing that that like there's trillions of beings looking at us all at the same time all right now we just can't see them when we think we're alone in the bathroom or doing whatever like there's trillions of beings that can see you and that's hard to fathom right because we, we just can't see most of light that's around us everywhere you know <laughs> it's crazy well, that's so amazing isn't it that that, that that blue that's one of the things that definitely blew my mind when i learned that only we see less than one percent because when people hear that they think, oh, do you mean in space? You know, are we only? No, no, no. Literally, one percent of what actually exists. That's what we know that, of. That's like mind blowing. That that yeah. that there's so many yeah. things, atoms flying in front of you, but there's also different energies. You ever get a ghost cam? One of these um, cameras that see infrared and ultraviolet. I had a friend who took me for a walk. We went for this walk through the woods and whatnot. Yeah, really nice. Da, 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 da. We got back and he played back the camera and there weren't just like ship sort of weird things, but there was actually creatures that flew past the camera. Something like that almost looked like a dragon, a Chinese dragon that flew past. Something, something that was like, like an orb, something that was like a bat. And he said, you're telling me that's in infrared and ultraviolet? So there are things out there all the time that you're not seeing just because you haven't activated that part. You're, you can, it's there, the pineal gland, it's there. And it's, you know, it, it's literally, they were finding this with ever, the people they did these MRI scans with were normal everyday people. They weren't nuts like me. They were normal everyday people. And they could see they were flashing infrared and ultraviolet and the, and the camera was put, the, the MRI scan was saying it was going through into their pineal gland. The information was going, but their brain wasn't storing the memory. Mm. So they could see it, but it wasn't being registered. Mm -hmm. And how many times something in the corner of your eye? You go, oh, I'm sure I saw something. I'm sure. yeah. And people go, oh, you're just imagining stuff. No, uh. oh, you're <laughs> no the real. I heard I've heard that there's 24 dimensions. Um, I don't remember where I heard that, but I think in up like there's these these there's people that are connecting with these type of beings that are watchers and timekeepers or something like that. And they exist 
in those higher higher dimensions and they're like like i don't know what else to call them but like programmers you know what i mean of this quantum universe so uh yeah that's something to look into i'm definitely going to look into discovering about more like of our dimensions how many more dimensions there are the cia dropped that there's 12 so well, official well, or how many the, C the cia dropped um back in the 70s that th that they that they've identified meaning they know for sure that there was 12 nasa two years ago said they identified that there was 14 but it's a bit like saying it, it's a bit like saying oh yeah there's there's definitely more than five people on the planet <laughs> you know, you know, yeah. I'm not going to tell you how many, but it's definitely more than five. Yeah. So, so yeah. It, it, it's like the, 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 they identify something, but identify doesn't mean that's it. It's just oh, I know, we know there's this many. So mm -hmm. it, it, it it's a very interesting thing, and 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 like there are <laughs> there are ba bases. There, there are known bases like, or let's let's just say there's known areas like Alaska, um, mm. or actually, well, no, not just Alaska, Antarctica. I actually meant to say, but Alaska as well. There are places where they've banned people from going. Yeah, you can't fly and, over and Antarctica. Like, oh well, it's, it's this. Or, well, but what if what if it's a ban from going? Because and now that, sorry to cut you off, but Antarctica now that they're now that the the ice caps are melting, they're seeing the pyramids there. <laughs> like they're seeing them just from the sky now. Um, oh, as before, oh, they had to do like scans. There's 134 pyramids in China. There's 134. Yeah, I I've been to some. I've been to some of them, and, and China back in like especially back when you know planes started to come. They the, 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 well, the, especially when the communist government moved in in the 1900s, they filled, they put earth over a lot of the pyramids and made the, forced the farmers to farm them to make them, so when the planes went over, they just thought it was weird, triangle-shaped mm -hmm. fields. Mm -hmm. But, but the, you know, there were actually pyramids and they've got pyramids from the Egyptian style to the Mayan style, you know, the, the step pyramids. They've got all, all different types. That, that that's probably another show on its own what are pyramids and, yeah um, yeah because well because i'm trying to connect it back to consciousness i'm saying so if consciousness works okay it's not expanding linearly right because does, that's just not how existence is but so then what consciousness made the pyramids <laughs> or who's like what were they they advanced already on this earth and then they didn't pass a certain a certain lesson so then humans had to come reborn again like this goes back into reincarnation what you guys were talking about earlier and so my whole thing is that i don't know if reincarnation is like something that everybody has to do or if we have free will after this consciousness leaves the body if we have free will whether to choose to come back or to stay but I guess that would depend if you are a being that's existing somewhere else already, because I believe there's beings who are existing somewhere else in another planet, but a fractal of their being is here on Earth to help with the ascension. So, yeah, I know that's enough. <laughs>
<laughs> oh, that's a big rabbit hole, isn't it? Yeah. Because it does time exist. Because like 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 think of like like somebody said about oh what about new souls? It's like okay, well say say the universe, you know, like if everything is been around since the dawn of time, but you think, well, I'm gonna wait for the count of three to enter to before I join the universe. So that count of three could be eight billion years. And then, and then, yet yeah, you've come in at eight billion years, and everybody else has done eight billion years alive. So you come in at that, so that's your beginning. So, 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 you know, yeah, because if time doesn't exist, then, then, you know, you could just do one life, you could just do one, but that one could last, could either be just one bit in those billions of years, or you could, you could be a universe for. Eight billion years. Oh, I'll be the universe. I'm only going to be one thing. I'll be the universe. Or I'll be an atom. Because <laughs> atoms, you know, according to Einstein, energy is not. Because this is what you have to listen to is what scientists say. Einstein said energy cannot be created or destroyed, it can only be transferred or transformed. So if energy can't be destroyed or even created and everything is technically energy, even our consciousness is energy, so that means we can't be destroyed. So we've been around forever. Mm -hmm. Before this universe. Exactly. And, and, and we don't know how long this universe, you know, you, you know, there's so many things, there's so much more that we don't know than there is that we do know. I mean, Tebekle Tepe. Have you heard of Tebekle Tepe? It's uh, it, it was a ancient site um, that was um, an ancient site that was discovered. Uh, it, it well, it, it was it was actually buried buried. Um, I think it was uh, twenty to thirty thousand years ago. Buried 20 to 30,000 years ago. So it existed and then they buried it. They buried it in the earth to protect it. So it's like, hold up. We, you know, the, the pyramids are only supposed to be 5,000 years ago, years old. And this is 20 to 30 and it was buried. You know, or, or, or the other cool things I like is like, there's parts of the ocean, like, a, like around like Greece and whatnot. There are buildings they found under there that are 300 feet underwater 300 foot underwater hasn't been on the surface of land hasn't been land for over 300,000 years yeah so there are there are literally you know like pyramids and things they found under the uh, 300 foot underwater and and anything under 300 foot of ocean has not been on the surface for 300,000 years and so why stuff. why do they why have the powers that be or those who we do not mention <laughs> why have they covered the pyramids why have they kept this con or this awareness away from us of you know knowing that the pyramids are older that pyramids have always existed or that other so the the, the I, I think there's a couple of things that sort of hint why Okay, so um, I always remember the name of one and forget the name of the other. So there's a Brookings report. The Brookings report was before NASA, um, when NASA was, was formulating, when they're going into space, 
the Brookings report was um, asking scientists, uh, um, uh, psychologists, and theologists, people who study religions, what would happen if we found alien artifacts or alien life in space, on the moon, or anywhere in, you know, in the future, and not in the planet. And the Brookings report stated that while there's still religion, while the, we, we still have the issues that we have now, they basically said that it would destroy society. They truly believed that knowing, um, you, you know, that, that, no, that knowing that there is alien life or knowing that there's even just alien artifacts, that, uh, that other life had existed, they truly believed, and this was back in the 60s, they truly believed that everything, that society would crumble. They don't, they didn't think we could handle it. Um, now there's another report, a similar one with um, archeologists. Now that one I always forget the name of. Um, I could look, I should have looked it up, I forgot. But um, there's a, a report that goes back to the originally, when it was actually American archeologists in America that were looking at, at stuff like the, the American Indians and uh, the sorry, Native, Amer yeah, Native uh, American Indians and whatnot. And they were looking at stuff. And there was this guy, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but there was this guy who, who, who was very well known in, in, in America that was, was an archeologist. And he basically said, that anything that you know they basically said that oh you know like we, we grew at this point and we, we advanced to this point anything that contradicts that information should be buried that should be ignored and buried and it was like myself after this recording i'll go look for it find it and then it'll be too late but or, or i will say next week next episode but yeah the, 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 so there's a sorry the, there's um the archaeologists that um actually stated that information that that contradicted the standard philosophy the standard thing so when they found these computers that seem to be hundreds if not thousands of years old when they found like, footprints that's supposed to be a million years old when they found these um ex these um um, elongated skulls when they found the crystal skulls when they find anything when they find stone tablets that are showing men riding dinosaurs or are they giants when when there are ancient stories of giant giant skulls being found all over America and and that even that the native um, the, the Native American Indians used to attack the red giants the, the redhead giants when there's information of all, when there's information of water weather on the Sphinx, which means that the Sphinx has to be older than 5,000 years because it hadn't rained in Egypt, but more than that, all this stuff should be ignored. All that when they find uh, um, artifacts, when they find buildings under 300 foot of water, that means, which is over 300,000 years since it's been above water, all these artifacts should be ignored. So there's uh, the Brookings report and this other one, which I can't remember off the top of my head, uh, the actual name of it, but th they're all saying that when we find this stuff, ignore it. Um, don't talk about it, it because it, it would literally destroy society. That's what, at least at one point when these documents, when these things were put into place, 
that's what they believe that that it, it could that we we can't handle the truth and wasn't it oh jack nicholson you can't handle the truth that movie. So, i wanted to say uh, something too about the the pyramids underneath the water and it, and it being underwater and it makes a lot of sense because from my understanding we used to be one planet planetary landmass and as our consciousness kind of fractured so did the land into what seven continents or whatnot um and now we're going to be slowly going back into one as, as our consciousness collective consciousness becomes more unified um we'll eventually go back to one land mass i mean i don't know if that takes evolutionary time or whatnot but i but i do know there's going to be a lot more land changes because like the the water has to shift what, what's underwater you know will become land again and then water is going to shift to where a lot of where land is now you know it has to shift because we need to almost like rejuvenize the um the water to have a whole lot more life in it to, to really sustain a much more nourishing or fruitful planet eventually like to match our internal states the eventually the external world has to match but that's you know because we are the land so as, as we continue to shift within us so will the external like we're doing it together and it's interesting because i think we're going to see a whole lot more things that we thought pyramids that are underwater and all that like start to emerge and then people are going to say like what the hell like we have to we have to investigate all these new things that are popping up out of nowhere um it's just going to be fascinating seeing what we have to learn because in order to to know that information like in order to like actually take on that information understand like why do we have the pyramids why do we have all these things on the ground there's a whole lot more history that like we have to learn that only we can find and tap into and, and, and remember you know what what truly went on and what we did collectively together as as just pure consciousness you know it's, we can't really blame anybody else um but that's that's the beautiful part we, we can change it you know we, we're able to to shift how how we've kind of raped mother nature and raped our own consciousness really you know but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i i had heard about that about the landmass about being together and then separate i mean i that historically is already known like they that they show us but but um that the earth does reflect us who we are because we are the earth right um but i wanted to talk again about the so they're high since they're hiding these pyramids right now we're talking about conspiracies here but it's not really conspiracy because they're there it's real so they hid hidden this from our consciousness right so that we don't expand our consciousness by perceiving something else that we didn't know existed um if these pyramids existed for way way longer than we even think then to find out that information you have to have already known from a long time ago like it been passed down through generations and generations like how do you know that information it gets lost over that much time unless it's been kept you know and so if they had know this information for so long they're hiding it to keep us in a more primitive state of mind or a more primitive uh, conscious state. And, and then this is what I was thinking. I'm like, is that why? Because that's that explains to me another thing as to like, for example, when I was in school and they taught us about MLK, Martin Luther King Jr., all the pictures that you see are in black and white, but they had color photography back then. 
No, I didn't know that. So why do they show you only black and white photos? Because they want you to think it's older. They want you, they want the mind to be more in a, like I would call it a primitive state than being, you know, awakened. So because that that's just fucking weird. That's just why would they do that? And nobody has ever questioned it, right? Because people don't think like, oh, they think, oh, it's old. It's an old picture. So they expect it to be black and white. So it's just very, and then it comes back to the theory that I had come up with at, on Ibble about fashion, which is, you know, totally different, but fashion, like how they say history repeats itself and fashion always repeats itself. And they, and they always bring back the 80s and the 70s. They repeat, they recycle this fashion. They can be creating new fashion, which uh, people are now, now with this ascension, people are creating new fashion, EMF clothes that protect you from all of the radiation that we're being bombarded with and so i uh, things are changing but it it it's it's a dramatic shift from from being um fed like this story or this this, this thing about you what your reality is that you are you are not advanced that you came from you know uh, like an ape and that you you're just barely like a we are advanced beings. We're super, super advanced, but we have forgotten that and it has been suppressed purposely. Um, and so I don't know Not if we'll it. ever discover why, <laughs> but I mean, it's just a whole lot. <laughs> well, we build ourselves really, honestly, mm -hmm. we, we continue to do this to ourselves. It's really hard. Cause like we only, we think about it from like a personal, like individualized perspective. We think of it as like the whole world, one world soul. We're all just one being, but we just don't have the awareness of it right now. But we 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 decide to veil ourselves. We decide to to play down in consciousness and, and de-evolutionize ourselves. And you know whatever was within us, like for instance, like you know corrupted people and whatnot. Like we need we needed these, we needed other people to to other aspects of ourselves um, to play those roles, to play like Hitler, to play you know whatever else. I don't know. I can't think of anything. But you know but. But we needed that because we needed to see what, what our consciousness was holding, you know, to see ourselves. And so someone has to play that role. I'm glad it wasn't necessarily me in this fractal way. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I, I honestly, it's, if you look at it from that perspective, it's like, okay, we decided to veil it. We decided to trick ourselves and, and make ourselves go through all this pain, all this suffering, just so that we can eventually go back to source. Eventually we have to, we have to experience, you know, the extreme, polar contrast of who we truly are we truly are love we truly are source you know we're we're those higher dimensional beings but we decided to forget about it all and, and that's i feel like that's the only way to go back to source you know eventually is to experience all this <laughs> and then, so in a way this is all all of it from one perspective could all be love it all can be a loving thing on a it all depends on what how large of a scope you're you're taking in of information when you kind of look at it <laughs> you know so yeah. that's uh, yeah and you know you're talking about like what the evil in the world like well i would call evil like hitler right somebody who has dark, a lot of darkness but if you want to think about it like like contrast right like black and white there's darkness and there's light here in this reality um and we are the darkness. So if there's an opposite to everything, then every beginning has an end. So the beginning of us, but well, I mean, energy is infinite. So we say that there's no end. No beginning, no end. 
but there's an end to it here in this reality, like in this third dimension. You know what I mean? Like when we leave the body, I guess. But if the beginning, if the beginning was the end, <laughs> what if the beginning was the end? You know what I mean? Like because well, the beginning was the end because it was the end of us knowing our fullness, like wholeness, you know, or you know what I mean? I'm just rambling. <laughs> so i have a question for you guys um we've been we've been talking for a while um so this is a question for our listeners for whoever's listening if they want to expand their consciousness (laughs) expand their consciousness and tap into that um what what would you suggest how do they do that like how do you expand your consciousness it's just you used to read books, watch YouTube. <laughs> I'll go ahead, I guess. Um, so I think the most important, the most effective, I'm all about like optimization. I need to like, I don't have a lot of time. I don't have time to do like rituals or anything like that. I just don't have the time. So I, I have to figure out how to continue to raise my frequency with a busy schedule with not actually having any ritual. I think, and then the most effective way for me has always been clearing the emotional density within our bodies. Because as you continue to, to observe yourself and clear all the triggers, all the fears, all the childhood wounding, go into it and you know, really dive deep into it. Don't personalize it. Just, just look at it for what it is. Just feel the feelings without, without the storyline. You know, the, the ego wants to create a story, but it's coming up for a reason. You know, bless every single trigger as a gift, it's, a, it's, a give you, it's giving you an opportunity to really see yourself and see where you're not in your mastery. And, and through clearing the emotional body, we, we truly will just raise our frequency faster and faster and faster. And because um, our, our, our thoughts generate, but our emotions materialize. So it, it's, it's important to be aware of the emotional body because like it, where your emotional body is at now is dictating your future, dictating what scenarios you're going to have to face in order to like for instance if you're, if you're not willing to look at your I don't know abandonment issues or whatever you're, you're going to continue to have situations brought up in your future because you're not willing to clear that emotional stuck energy and so if you can just observe yourself and, and feel whatever comes up when you have the opportunity to feel it you'll you'll save yourself a lot of time where you don't have to continue to have experiences to be the catalyst to, to bring up within you that you weren't aware of because we just don't see ourselves you know um, and I think, you know, obviously that and then staying grounded and trying not to project onto people the best you can and, and really just flowing with the energies. Um, I feel like the more you resist, the slower you kind of you become more stagnant. Things get harder and harder. But if you just flow with it, surrender, you know, surrender your ego, surrender your mind, surrender everything that you believe that you are, um, surrender the situation, surrender to your control issues and all that kind of stuff. Um, basically, all the stuff that we all carry because we all we all have the same you know, energetic blueprint um that's for me has been the truest like fastest shift I've, I've made is just is through really focusing on the emotional stuff um but all the other stuff is great too but to me that's that's been I think the the hardest thing to work on and obviously takes the most effort and looking at it from a neutral perspective is the hardest you know really the hardest thing for most people to to do but I think it's the most rewarding for sure yeah But, what yeah. about you, Sifu? What advice? That was amazing, John. Thank you so much for that. That's wonderful advice. I love how you just flow and just go with it. Um, it it's great advice. Everybody take notes, okay? 
What about you, Sifu? What, what can people do to expand their consciousness well, and tap into that you know, energy? You know, that's the whole point of this universe. There's so many ways, you know, there's so many ways to do it. But one, one of the Taoist ways is to remember, you know, if, what if your consciousness really is the size of a universe? It's formless and shapeless. And, and it's that fast. And the illusion... We think we're this. We think we're as only as big as this. So there's a the Taoist concept of of breathing in the chi and breathing out the cha. So you breathe in the chi, the, the energy, the expansion. You allow yourself the you allow yourself to grow and you allow yourself to learn more and more and more. Breathe out the char, the stress, the worry, what you no longer need. And every time you breathe out, you make you make more room but th there is unlimited room but the more you breathe the more you expand the more you blow the more you grow so breathing in that sheet allow your awareness to expand more and more and more and breathing out that char let go of what you no longer need what, what you no longer need to know but as any good Taoist should say Hey, what do I know? More importantly, Luna, how about you? What's your, what would you say? Well, like you said, breathe in the good shit, breathe out the bad shit. <laughs> in other words. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, um, expanding your consciousness is like, and, and tapping into your infinite consciousness is a practice it's something that you do daily you're consistently attached you're connected to the energy because you are the energy so the difference is are you aware that you're connected or are you just on autopilot because the pro, the wonderful mechanism that is our body has the ability to be on autopilot and so you know are you really connecting with the present the present the present moment um i think that when you are connected with the present moment you can feel you can feel the presence you know um and you can hear the presence because that that consciousness will speak to you speak to your heart and tell you what ways that you need to heal what you need to heal um you know i connecting with what John said, healing is like a major part as well, because if there are certain things that are not healed within you, that maybe they're, you're unaware of them, maybe they're in your subconscious, but they will create um, quote unquote blockages. They're imaginary blockages because they're perceived blockages are not really a blockage, I don't think, um, at least in my perception, but when when you you know hold these um, energies, they create these blockages, and you won't be able to really flow and connect with the with source. So healing your trauma and letting go of that that dense energy, I think, also is very very important. It also will help you ascend. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I also wanted to. I wrote something down that I thought was really really cool right before before we log off. <laughs> It was a, what Sifu was saying. He was talking, I don't know what you were saying, something about 
you you said the word God, right? Oh yeah, we are made in the image and likeness of God, right? <clears throat> so this is something that I I love that I always always say, you know, because that helps you remember your power, your consciousness. And I wrote down, we are holograms of God. <laughs> we're just <laughs> we're holograms of God, right? Yes. If we're a light image, a light reflection. <clears throat> so that's so that's what the holographic theory really is is here to show us right god is experiencing is experiencing itself through all of us you know mm -hmm. through an as you too yeah. yeah but i think we become more of that light you know as we continue to, to release that density because you're, you're making space in your body so that more light can come in more of spirit more of you know that that divine spark can, can start to be expressed through you, but you can only do that in the heart space, right? You can't, mm -hmm. if it's a thought, if it's coming from the mind, you know, we, we can't do it. That's, that's still our ego mind. That's still our lower artificial self in a way, you know, then that's the hard part is the hard part is staying in the, in the heart where, where it's completely unconditional love, neutrality. Um, and that's where I think that's truly the, the brain and the, the brain because the, the actual mind mm -hmm. or the brain is supposed to be our, our servant, but we've made it our master. And mm -hmm. so now we've like, go back to the heart heart-based living and i think that's mm -hmm. that's one of the hardest most challenging things but yeah <laughs> mm -hmm. did you know did you know so in in the human body there's a thing called the fascia and the the, the fascia is this uh, it's almost like orange pith you know in in the body now for for, for hundreds of years when when the uh, when doctors uh, um looked at dead bodies all they saw was this and they thought oh it's just a tissue it's just muscle, muscle tissue but when they actually had the technology to look at living bodies they actually found that the fascia this is in between the muscle and and the epidermis the skin so in between those two is this fascia and it connects the whole body every single muscle all all over the body the body is the fascia and it actually contains the light. They actually find it was like fiber optics and it actually had light running through it. I still don't fully understand why, but when we talk about being of light, you literally are light. Light running through your body. Um, and, and that doesn't include the electrical pulses of the brain, the electric runs all through the brain brain the heart literally generates an electrical and magnetic field but you are energy you are pure energy mm. every single cell can actually generate 0.5 volts of electricity every single cell so you, there's enough energy in the human body to literally probably generate a, a, the whole energy for the planet i mean one yeah. every single pure pure energy and pure light Mm -hmm. now tell me you're limited <laughs> mm -hmm. that's interesting you say that about the fascia i didn't know that the only thing i knew about the fascia was you know that, that they it, it conducts way faster than your neurological system and your neurons mm -hmm. and, and they're actually showing a lot, like a lot of your immune system um goes to the fascia but i did not know about the light that's that's yeah, very yeah, yeah. well it's only because it's only since i think it's in the only i think it was 2000s that they okay, did yeah. live, um, you know, well, not autopsy, because obviously dead with autopsy, but live, live operations, and they could actually, actually see with the cameras the, the fascia living, and and because one thing they realised that you know it, it seemed to be less um, um, elastic, 
when 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 you dive, it starts to brittle. It starts to become very weak. So they wanted to see it when it was living. And when they started look, looking at living, they actually found light passing through it, and it was uh, and they 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 said it's very similar to fiber optics. That is literally light, electrical impulses, light passing through your fascia. And the and the biggest thing with the fascia is that it's conscious. Well, it's affected by your conscious. That that most other muscles can, can be, you know, electrically moved or whatnot. The fascia is the one thing that actually is is controlled by your conscious. So like in yoga or Taoist yoga, which is Gong, we actually talk about being aware of your fascia and actually moving it and expanding with it. And that's why Taoist yoga. Uh, Nagong, you actually breathe and contract, you expand and stretch and then pull back in and move, you know, with your breath because that actually affects the fascia even more and it actually allows the fascia to move as one. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, a, it's amazing, is it, you know, we're still, but that's the point, we're still learning, there's always more to learn. We think we know it all and then we find out something more. And that's the thing in quantum physics. The smaller they look, the more they find. You know, they, they keep finding more stuff. And like we look into space, we keep finding more galaxies, we keep finding more universe. Because I think it is an infinity. I think it is there is no end. We'll keep finding more stuff. That's the point. The more you look, the more you find. Or are we creating those things that we're finding because we're yeah. searching for it? Yeah, the more you, because you're looking, yeah, because you're measuring, you're yeah. looking, so things appear, you know, become, they go from a wave to an actual physical thing that you can see. Well, that, that's where the quantum phys physicists have got to. They're now actually saying, you keep looking, you'll find more stuff. Mm -hmm. which, which which is blowing you know that goes into a whole new realm so you know who's creating this stuff the more you look the more you find we are the go the more the more there is who's creating it all where's it coming from yeah it reminds me of a saying that i that used to say back in the day when girls would be like going through their guys through their boyfriend's phone and finding things i'm like if you if you look if you go digging for dirt you're gonna get dirty <laughs> you know like well, you're gonna find what you're looking for regardless but i guess that was me channeling but in a different way <laughs> from back then um the thing about the fascia is so so interesting i hadn't heard about that of having light you know running through it um of it being alive i know that and um, emotions can be trapped in the fascia so that's why um massage therapy now that is really good but massage emotions are energy you know but i think that that is probably the reason why when people have some type of spiritual awakening and they make all these changes that they are literally glowing like mm. they glow you can see a shine you know i think that the, there's that like we're actually glowing <laughs> so that's cool we're after cool. sex yeah, huh? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when, when people, when women get pregnant, you know, it's the same thing. Oh, you're you're glowing, but you you know, well, the interesting thing on that is, for me, is when you understand that we would they medically found that the pineal gland is actually an eye and it actually sees infrared and ultraviolet. So when you say people are glowing, what are they glowing? What is it that we actually, you know, because it's not necessarily old glowing as in like 
radioactive, but what are we seeing? Are we seeing something like else that it's becoming strong enough that we're actually, we pick it up and we go, oh, that person's mm -hmm. glowing, they're radiating. You know, Mother Teresa Gandhi was said to be, people sensed them from a whole village away. That their aura, their energy was so mm -hmm. bright, that was so powerful that people just could almost see them. They almost knew, and 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 in the old um, Christian and and Buddhist and and um, Hindu pictures, you see, you know, the aura. You see people aura glowing, and it's like, is they raising their light, raising their vibration? Are they raising their consciousness, expanding it enough so you can actually see it? I think eventually yeah. we, we continue to raise our frequency, right? And, and we'll eventually just, our light body will become more dominant. And so I think over time, we'll see more and more people who are really starting to glow more and then more and then more. And eventually I think we'll just lay our physical flesh bodies down, but our light bodies will still be standing. And a lot of ancient texts, I think, kind of explains that too. And then they've, um, they've, they've said like, they literally turned into light right in front of me and this and that, and it's very well, interesting. In, in Tibet, both in China and Tibet. So in China, it's called diamond body accent, uh, um, ascension, mm -hmm. where like you look at diamonds, you see all the colors of the rainbow. Mm -hmm. In Tibet, it's rainbow body ascension, mm -hmm. all the colors of the rainbow, all the colors of the darkness. But there's actually documented cases of monks turning into light or them seeing rainbows over their, their monastery or where they are. And then they go there and that and, and the monks disappear. Or or the monk, or there's only a tiny little like statue, almost like you know, like real thing left. But there's over I think it's about fifteen hundred. Um, documented cases of rainbow body ascension in Tibet. That's a lot, wow. wow. Um, and, so eventually and we're all going to ascend that way? Is that what I, they I, meant by, you know? I, I, I think it's on the cards. I think, I think it's definitely an option. You, you know, I, I, I think, that, you know, like if you go to the story of Christ, is that did he die then ascend? And, mm -hmm. and and you know, um, or, or did he never really die? He's he was just sleeping, you know, that like his body was going for a sleeping process and he's well mm -hmm. regenerated. Now it's time to do whatever I'm gonna do next. But you know, is he, what you know again that whole thing about if, if there are other realities, ascension is a, you know, is ascension just moving from one reality, seventeen prophecies, three seventeen prophecies, and at the end. He disappears, but he doesn't actually disappear. He just moves into another higher frequency where he's still alive as that form, but nobody else can see him. Yeah. 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 Wow. Oh, it's so interesting. Okay. Well, our next episode is going to, we're going to be getting into some conspiracy theories. So I think there's a lot of things that we probably already um, may have sparked in our minds from this conversation. With the whole CIA documents, I I can't wait to hear more about the CIA documents from Sifu and John. Any, I mean, I know you 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 have a lot of things on your mind too. <laughs> so we're gonna get into this. Um, if there's any questions that you guys want to know, let us know in the comments. Make sure to like and comment and follow and subscribe. Okay, you already know. <laughs> So Sifu and John, where can people find you um, on Instagram? I didn't do the tags last time. Go ahead. Well, I'm, just, 
Jay Wojtek at I guess Instagram, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> or just type in John Wojtek, B-O-J-T-E-K. I'm sure you can have it on the links. Um, or Facebook. And I really don't go on social media much. Ibble was the most I've ever been on in the past year. <laughs> and that's kind of short-lived, it seems like. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'll continue. I, I have hopes for it. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah, I hope. I, I liked it, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll yeah. see what happens. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, for me, so Sifu, S-I-F-U, not Boggy, B-O-G-G-I-E, on Instagram. Or just look that up on YouTube, you'll find that. Or look it up on Facebook and you'll find that. So see, pretty much seafood Boggy, pretty much everywhere. Yes, seafood Boggy everywhere. Okay. Well, I love you guys so much. Thank you guys for being here. This is so much fun. <laughs> Can't wait for next episode. This is a four-part series for the people who don't know. Um, who knows? It might get extended. We'll see. But anyways, until next time, mucho love. Bye. Bye.